Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! And I am so excited today because this is a day the Lord has made and we will be glad and rejoice in it. And this day, God has ordained for my friend and I to get together again. Some of you know of her. If you listen to the past broadcast, her her name is Diane Adams, and she's from Burnsville, North Carolina. And we're going to be bringing her on shortly. Um, What I do want to tell the callers that if you want to call in, the number to call in is 213-325-3434. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I just gave you my call-in number. The Okay, the call-in number for the guest is 805-292-0338. That's 805-292-0338. Isn't it great that you don't have to be perfect to do God's will? God had called me to do blog, talk radio. I didn't even know what it was. He woke me up one morning and said blog radio, and I'm like, what is a blog radio? And then I started researching it and realized it was an Internet uh, radio because I had been given um, different prophecies that I would be on the airways, and I didn't know how that was going to happen. So I said, really, God? And you know how many of you know that when God calls you to do something, you really don't understand and don't see how you can do it? Obedience is everything, even when you're going through a lot. And right now I am in a a position where God has me, where he is working out things inside of me so that as I'm going and doing things for him out here in Hollywood where there's a lot of, um, you know, situations, um, forces, and, you know, penetration into the kingdom of darkness, how many of you know you have to go through where you have to know inside of yourself that you are ready for it? And God only knows when that will happen. So this is the place I'm in, but I'm being obedient to do what he wants me to do. Now, what I want to tell you is that when you call in, push one so that I can see this little yellow symbol that comes up, and that lets me know that you want to talk. So, again, the number is 805 292 
888-646-0338. And just be patient because what we're going to do is we this is a show for where the Holy Spirit is ruling and reigning. And it's I always say, Lord, just show me what you want me to do. How do you want me to handle this? What 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 should I do? So realize that that when um, you're calling in and you want to speak, just push number one and the yellow symbol will come up. I will see it. But as we're talking or if Diane's ministering or we're ministering, if something's going on, we, I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to continue and then we'll bring you in. Now, before we start, I just want to pray. And before I bring on Diane, I'm going to play a little bit of music to um, set the atmosphere because we're going to be doing a holy ghost invasion into the kingdom of darkness and we're going to be talking about a lot of things today we're going to be taught whatever the spirit of the lord is bringing up any kind of scripture any kind of incident will bring up because i know that the spirit of the lord wants us to speak about that right then and there so um i just want to pray right now that lord i just thank you for this program i thank you for diane i thank you for what you have put together lord let no man put asunder And, Father, I speak to any kind of listening, listening, whispering spirits that may be listening in, trying to bring damage. Father, we ask that you convict them. Convict them where they're at, right then and there, and let them come to know your salvation. And let them know and come from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And I talk to the principalities and powers of the airways, and I said, cease and desist, access denied against this show. You cannot have your way in this place. This is holy ground, and we serve a holy God. Father, I thank you that the Holy Spirit will rule and reign in this hour and 40-something or 50 minutes we have left. Rule and reign and have your way. Lord Jesus, we know that you are bringing people, and people will also hear this archive where you're going to be touching, and whatever you speak will be piercing through the airways and coming and touching their lives so we can, so that you can snatch them out from the grips of the enemy. So, Father, I just thank you as we prepare for this show and as we bring this show to you and we lay it at your feet. So, Father... I thank you. Now, listeners, after this music, I'm going to bring on Diane, and we're just going to have a wonderful time in the Lord.
יברכך אדוני וישמרך, יאר אדוני פניו אליך ויחונקה, יישא אדוני פניו אליך וישם לך שלום. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Yes, yes. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. All right, we have Diane on the line. Diane, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, and <laughs> from North Carolina. How I are tell you, you I'm doing I'm doing much better, much better. I was just um as you heard and you, as you well know, I'm going through a season and I am just glad that we are here today and doing what the Lord wants us to do. Well, you know, I was uh thinking this morning when um was thinking about this the the broadcast and I know last time we would talk we said that we were going to be discussing your journey and how you came to know the Lord and the prophetic call and Israel and Africa and we touched a little bit on that before and then we then God just brought people and ministered so powerfully and we just give all thanks and glory to God and just want to continue because we want to see what the Lord has for everyone. So just to bring people up to speed, if they hadn't um, checked out the last archive, is Diane is a prophet of God. She has been in ministry for over 35 years. She has um, spoken to thousands. She's traveled. Uh, right now, God has her a season up on the mountaintop of Burnsville, um, North Carolina. I always want to say Georgia for some reason, but North Carolina. And I've been there, and it's beautiful. And she has her beautiful mom with her right now, and we're just so happy that she's listening in. And so I just want to say hi, Mom, as you're listening in. Um, but Diane has been used powerfully. We we met at a Feast of the Lord during Purim, and she was ministering. I saw her ministering when there was a long line of people and I was just kind of sitting back and listening. And when she ministered to me, not knowing anything about me, it was so right on the money. And I went, wow, okay. And I knew that she had some pain in her knees at the time. And and myself and another person, we prayed with her. And it, God just connected us. We didn't know the journey we were going to have, but they, he connected us. Yeah. And, <laughs> Right now, I just want to just share that so the viewers know how how special this this time is. And there has been times when we've been together, and God has just brought people in our path, and it's just amazing. So, Diane, put, share what's on your heart, and then I'll ask you questions as we go along, okay? Okay. Well, there was one thing that we were asked, uh, that I was asked last week, and we didn't get into that because we got into something and then it went on and then it went another way. So one thing I do want to touch on is where we had talked about uh, my not being in a church and my comment on the church is not a building, it's a people. I just wanted to touch on that because as I have been walking with the Lord over the years and being mentored, in the uh, New Testament it says in the end times, that man will not be taught by man, 
but they'll be taught by the Spirit. Mm. And as we grow in the Lord, we understand that when we get born again, we're a new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things become new. So the Spirit of God comes to live in us and abide in us. So we have not only God the Father and God the Son, Jesus, who is interceding, but we have God the Father, I mean, God the Holy Spirit, who abides in us, where Jesus said, like when we prayed for the young girl last week, to, to tarry, not to leave Jerusalem, not to leave home without the Holy Spirit, and God endued her with power. And the power of God gives us that dunamis power to hear God's voice and to be led by the Spirit and to understand that Jesus might not be here right now in the flesh, but he's here in the third person, the Holy Spirit, and he's our healer, our comforter, our provider, our way maker, our door opener, our deliverer. So when I was being trained in the Lord and I started with my Assembly of God Church, I went there for months and months. And I'd get up in the morning and I'd go to church. I mean, I'd get up on um, Sundays and go to church. I'd go to church on Sunday nights. I'd go to church on Wednesday nights. I'd go to a school of Holy Spirit prayer meeting, intercessory prayer on Friday nights. Whenever the doors opened, I would go. And then later as I got stronger in the Lord and then started going to Harvest Bible School, and got my degree, I volunteered as a um, prayer warrior, intercessor, counselor at the 700 Club. So I'd get up in the morning at 9 o'clock and go into prayer at the chapel. Then I'd go into the room with Ben Kinslow back then at 9.30 and go into prayer. Then I'd go online at 10 o'clock and go on prayer until 11.30. Then I'd go offline, write up all my salvations or baptisms or prayer requests, then I'd go down to the chapel at 12 o'clock and pray. So there for about three years, literally, where God says we're to become the house of prayer, I quickly in my walk became the house of prayer. And that's why God has blessed me because I was taught by the Holy Spirit, and God says his word won't return unto us void. So God had me always looking at him as my source, not a man, not a building. And then when I left there and moved to Florida and started going to school there at, um, and being trained under CI, I was taught the five-fold ministry, and I was taught the offices, and I, was, I understood the foundation. And like with Kathy and I now, the apostle and the prophet laying a foundation. So I've always been taught to, like Kathy just said, and she clicked right in and confirmed my word, that to obey is the better than sacrifice that it's obedience, it's listening to the Father's voice, it's learning how to listen to that small, still voice. And I remember Bishop Hammond teaching us that when you get a prophetic word, like Kathy was just saying we're going to be sharing in the prophetic, you have to discern if it's you, if it's your soul man, if it's your flesh, or if it's the spirit. And Bishop had taught us a lot of times people can be offended and they want to argue because they'll come in and say, you said God said. What does that give me? How can I, you know, how can I negate that without saying that you're a liar? And Bishop taught us, he said, because, like Kathy said, we're all human, and that was totally God when she said that, and when that happened and she gave the wrong phone number, 
because it helps me lead right in to that wasn't an accident because that was part of what I was going to share, that, you know, our heart might be right, but it might not be, it might not be right. And mm-hmm. our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we all know what our flesh is, and God says crucify it. And then he says that he's filled us with the Holy Spirit that will guide us into all truth. So even when we prophesy, we're all learning, just like Kathy's walk as an apostle. She is not a perfect apostle, but she is being perfected by the Spirit to become the apostle of God. And I am being perfected by the Holy Spirit to become the prophet of God. So man can error, but the Holy Spirit can't. So Bishop had taught us when we give people a word to say, I'm sensing in my spirit, and this is what I feel in my spirit that I'm hearing the Lord say to you. That way it doesn't put the Holy Spirit totally obligated to agree with everything I'm saying because some of it might be me, some of it might be mixture. Now, I know our friend last week when I prophesied over him, he said it was raw, it was right on, it was 100% the word. But that's something over 35 years of hearing God's voice because I came right into the prophetic. I wasn't in religion. I didn't have a lot of religion to get rid of. Now, I picked some up along the way that I'm getting rid of now that I didn't realize it was religion because I'm still being perfected just like Kathy said she is. But I just wanted to share that the church, if two are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst, with like the prophecies Kathy got and shared with me this week on the different end-time prophets that are saying all the um, words about what's getting ready to happen to California, and we won't go there because that's way too deep right now, and we don't have, I don't feel the Lord leading that way, but it's just like we take the word and then we test it, and as the economy or whatever happens, sometimes we might not be able to go to that church building. Sometimes we might not be able to go to that conference or that temple or that tent or that prayer meeting. But he's always with us. And he says that we're two or more gathered in his name, he's in the midst of us. And it says his sheep will hear his voice. So I'm not coming against the church. Just understand me. I'm coming against the religious system that has been labeled as the church and it's not right. that's what i was saying earlier so that's don't awesome. anyone just understand me that i'm not saying you know leave your church and just go sit at home and listen to the spirit diane that is such a, a powerful um, statement you made one thing i just got text and right now we got to do take take care of some house cleaning in the spirit because I just um, had a text saying that they logged on to the show, but there's no audio. I would like for callers to call in to 805-292-0338 and push 1. Father, we just come against anything that is hindering. You Did you take me off mute? You're, you're on live on the air. We're okay. both live on the air. Everything is fine like it normally is. This is just an attack from the enemy. I bind you, Satan. Take your hands off the audio going out to the airways. I I call your assignment null and void in Jesus' name. Now go. I will not mess with this computer so that you can kick me off. You have to go in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord. 
I thank you that these airways will open up, that this is recorded, and we will not move, and we will stand our ground. In Jesus' name, amen. I just I just text, text her and asked her to um, call in, and I want to see. Um, she may be calling in, and, and when, when she does call in, I'm going to go straight to her to see if she's got an audio, because everything here looks like it should and everything is fine. It's never happened. There has been attacks on this show, as any show that God is is speaking forth, but it will not prosper because no weapon formed against me, Diane, past, present, or future shall prosper. So the enemy has to get out of the way. The We're going to continue. We bind the power of the enemy. Yeah. We come against backlash. We come against whiplash. We come against any assignment. We decree and declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that every tongue that would rise up against us in judgment we condemn it. No evil shall come nigh this show. We lose warfare and ministering angels. We lose uh, Kathy's angels right now. We lose um, my angels right now, and we ask them to do our bidding. We pray, Lord God, for no interference, no confusion. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I know that when the music was playing, it was coming in and coming out and coming in and coming out and going up high and going down low. Mm-hmm. But as far as you and I talking, I don't have any problem there hearing you. No, no. What what has happened? Uh, I won't. I'll tell you later what has happened before. But this is this is this right. is okay. So and we're going to continue on. We're going to continue on, and I thank you. And um, again. We will. We're going to continue on. And Diane, you were, you were. Um, we also wanted to discuss as far as your time in Israel. And I just got an email today that there has been some attacks in the Negev Desert, and that is an area that I was in in 2008, and um, it was down in Elot, which is a resort in Israel, beautiful resort. And so we just pray for the. Uh, for the peace of the people in Israel. And, Father, we pray for their protection. And we just love this land. Lord, it's our homeland. And, Father, we just thank you that you have your arms around the people there, Father. Let no harm come to them. Father, we know that as the gross darkness covers the earth and more and more will be centered on Israel. But, Father, Israel is your beloved, and Jerusalem is the apple of your eye. And we and we stand with our, our friends and our fellow brethren in Israel that you will live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. All right, let's talk about Israel. What's on share just whatever the Lord is showing you to share? Well, um <laughs> Thank you, Lord. When you said that my mind just for some reason went blank. Um That's all right. That I'm just trying to hear the Lord and trying to get direction. I was gonna continue in Africa where when we got interrupted I was gonna tell about that miracle, but so let me just Reprogram my mind a minute and and go the other way. We got to go to the Negev. We got to go um, over where. Um, <laughs> I have a praise report. I got to just put this in. I just heard from our 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 buddy Aslan in New, uh, North Carolina. He said everything's fine and great coming in. So praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So just that person that he called wasn't getting it for some reason. Right. Well, that's all right. This is great. I love it, Lord. Thank you. Amen. All right, Thank Lord. We Father. will. We, 
We, we thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. But I remember, thank you, Father, when uh, we were coming in, I went with um, um, uh, two friends of mine that uh, she's done about 14, 16, I don't even know how many um, trips to Israel, and um, I went in the two of us with them. And I'll never forget when we were coming into Jerusalem and they, the, ter- the tour guide, the bus driver, turned on and put on, somebody gave him the video or the CD, and he put on the CD on Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I'm not a singer, but, I mean, when that went on and blared, everybody in the bus just (laughs) shouted. And evidently, this driver had never been with a group of spirit-filled people. And when we broke out and started singing and then started praising the Lord in, in tongues, I mean, he just, he, his eyes just got wide, and he was like, wow. And, I mean, the spirit just came into that bus. Amen. And, I mean, you could cut it with a knife. It Oof. was so thick. And, oh, my gosh, the opportunities we had all week long to minister to him and just to love on him and give him the love of the Lord. And, you know, it's it's so important to love. And that's yeah. what I felt when I went to Israel I mean, you can feel the warfare when you get outside. Mm-hmm. You can literally feel it. Like when you go to Michigan or you go to New York or to D.C., as you're coming in the boundaries, the borders, yes. you can feel the warfare. You can feel the enemy. But when you get into Israel and you've got that many people, especially women, on love, in love with the Lord and his <laughs> bride in one bus, 20-some people, Singing at the top of their lungs, New Jerusalem, oh, my gosh, the anointing. There was just no way no devil could stand there. I mean, <laughs> God's blessed people are there. And it's just, just, it's just incredible. I got a prayer shawl and got to go shopping in the streets. Um, got to go to some friends of ours' property that had a, I mean, originally the School of the Prophets and mm. um, in their house. Um, the Lord just moved powerfully on that property, and we got to go down into the. I'm trying to think of the name because it's like a. It's a. I want to say a cistern, but I don't know if that's right or not. We literally went down into the mound. In the well. In the, the well? water. Yeah. Um. It's 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 a certain name because literally it's dug out, and you go into it, and then go down in it, and you stay in it. And that's where the school of the prophets were literally back in biblical times. They had the school of the prophets there. And then there's a, a system, I think it's called, and it's a well. And you go down into the well and you can uh, swim in the water. It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew more of my Hebrew history, but I'm learning. I'm coming along. I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm headed that way. <laughs> I know the name, but uh, Ephrathene and Israel have their land there, and they're constantly doing battle to try to secure their land, and they've gone through a lot. But it it was just incredible to to meet the people and and their food and the way they eat, and they eat so extremely healthy. And um, we went to where John the Baptist uh, uh, water baptized, and I got to go there. And um, I'm trying to think of up there in, 
in Gaza, like you said, and up there where um, in 1947 they conquered and got the land and where that line is that they're trying to take back from the people in Israel. Um, I got to go up there. I wish I had more um, total recall on the names of the different places, but um, I went to the skull, Valgotha, and Mm. I got to go to the tomb. And um, we, we just went to so many different places and did strategic prayer and warfare, but you could feel the presence of the Lord. I mean, when we went down Golgotha and that song that comes on and when his mother, Mary, wept where they had killed her son, I mean, you could feel Mary's sorrow. You could literally feel, like, the weeping. And then when we went over to the wall, once again, Diane, learning and had a man's prayer shawl, not a woman's, and went there and, <laughs> with the man and prayed and didn't know that the women don't go there and they keep their head covered and I'm sitting there wearing mine the whole time and I said well God knows my heart and you know some of the scholars told me later that was kind of out of order and I went well I bought it I'll give it to my pastor I didn't know women didn't wear those kind and you know it was just such a holiness such a you just felt so close to the Lord and then we yep. went in and we saw uh, the whole teaching they had at another place where they taught on the red heifer and how they're preparing that now. And I think they've got to over there now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, and, when you're um, saying that, Diane, because you're pulling, you know, I, I'm hearing and I'm I'm thinking what the listener is thinking. Okay, when she was talking about being at the wall that was in the hotel where the the remaining wall of where the temple is and how the Jews, the Orthodox so Jews will go there and even Christians will go there in prayer. And then also when you're talking about the red heifer, you're talking about the rebuilding of the temple and how they need these things in order to rebuild the temple. And that is in Revelation talking about that. So I just wanted to bring that up since you mentioned red heifer. I knew what you were talking about. So, um, And then the, the song you were talking about, was it Via Della Rosa on the Via Della Rosa? When you go and walk down Via Della Rosa, that's where he carried the cross and he was going to be crucified. You talk about the presence of the Lord. I mean, the anointing. I mean, your spirit. You can you can literally, truthfully feel the weeping and, and the grief that Mary carried because it was because that's where our Savior was dying and and going to be crucified. But Mary didn't understand or know. That he was going to be resurrected So you can feel That whole awesomeness It's like you go through the whole thing It's like you, you go through him being crucified And you go through him uh, Being resurrected And he arose and coming up out of that tomb And mm-hmm. knowing that tomb is empty It becomes real It becomes so alive Anybody that you know has read the New Testament Knows about the life of Christ and what all he had to go through, and, and, you know, as being born again and a new believer, all this is taught to us what Jesus did and how he shed his blood so we could have a new life. And it, it just becomes like 3D, I guess, now would kind of be a way you could say it with the new movies and the new cinemas and how it just jumps out at you with the eyeglasses. It became so real. You could just walk in that and feel 
the presence and know, know that you know that you know that he's alive, that he's alive. Amen, amen. And he's praying for us and he sent the Holy Spirit. He had to go. He shed his life. He shed his blood on the cross so that we could live. And now we have life, and we have life abundantly. And that's the love of God. I mean, who have you died for lately? Who have you given your life for so that they could live? I mean, Mm. it's the greatest sacrifice. And when you became a Christian and became born again, you literally died in your sin. And you gave up the old life, and you became a new creation in Christ. And you became filled with his Holy Spirit. And then as I have walked over these years, he's not just my Savior now. He's my Father. He's my soon-coming King. He's my brother through Jesus Christ. Um, I think I told you the other night when I went to bed, I just sat in my spirit, and I just it just came out of my innermost being. And I just opened my mouth, and out loud I said, Good night, Father. He said, Good night, my child. I said, good night, Jesus. He said, good night, sister. I said, good night, Holy Spirit. He said, good night, my friend. Mm. And it mm. was just so awesome because it was so simple yeah. and it was so real. And that's what God is teaching us now in these end days. We know God the Father, and we know Jesus, his son, who is seated at the right-hand side right now doing intercession for us. But we need to know the Holy Spirit as a person, and we need to become one with him, and we need to receive that love of God, because God is love, and he sent his son, and then his son died, and then through him we got the Holy Spirit, and there's your trinity, and that's that threefold cord that can't be broken. You see, I see the church in me. What you see in me, and you can take that and if you want to run with it, what we were doing last week playing about the enemy <laughs> and how yeah. we think, you know, not that we've yeah. arrived, but when yeah. you've been with the Lord this long, you have gone places and learned lessons, hopefully. Well, but then we learned that we can still find out there's areas within us that we've been so doing the Father's business in obedience. But yet the attack sometimes has been so severe. Let me give Alan as an example. When we prayed for Brother Alan, and what is the, the, um, the what are you calling Solomon? No, 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 no. He is like a Solomon, but no, it's Aslan, A-S-L-A-N. That's the spiritual name that the, the Lord gave yes, him. Aslan. It's a lion. So he called, he said that they had really been in prayer for four hours in praise and worship, that they had really been going through a hard time. And the thing that was so awesome there, he called in and said hi, and before he could even open his mouth, the Holy Spirit came and just took over because of the love of God, because he had cried out to God, because God was using us to be a blessing. And he called in, and God knew what he had need of before he even asked. (laughs) And he said everything that was prayed, everything we prophesied over him were answers to his prayers. And that's the love of God. That's God in us, the hope of glory, where you or I or Alan or any of us now, where we're going through such an intense fire by God, not the devil, but by God. And then we 
without realizing, open the door and let the enemy come into our soul. And when he comes into our soul, he attacks our mind, and then he comes and he gets our will, and then he comes into our emotions. And before we know it, we're of the will. And God says be in it, but not of it. And that's where you had your thing that God said to well, you about the enemy. Well, well, let me just share this with the listeners because, you know, all, you know, healings, anything that we were take, taken through by the Lord is not only for us but for others. And I literally, and I knew that the Lord had me meet this person. My heart went out to this person, but I wasn't discerning really what this was in the Lord. And so, therefore, a lot of things started coming out, and I was saying things that I would never have said. And the Lord had to really just deliver me from negative emotions, things that had been said to me. And I had to come and realize that, you know, sometimes we're like, God, why did this happen? Why did you let this person in my life? Well, God knows what is next step. And the next step for me is is some areas where I, I've got to be walking, being led by the Spirit and not my emotions, not my flesh, not my will. And when he took that, and doesn't mean that, you know, when you go through major surgery, spiritual surgery, you still have a healing process. And you still have the time when you're still feeling, you know, you haven't come into um, the power yet. But I just heard the teaching this morning with Lance, and he says, you know, when the, when the Spirit of the Lord sent Jesus into the wilderness, the enemy came at him on his identity, who he is in Christ. He said, but when he left the wilderness, he came in power. And I just said, in power. And God gave me a glimpse of that because the next day I was having lunch with a lady that I had led to the Lord out here in California, and she was discussing how she wanted to break off this relationship, and then she brought up an incident that happened when she was a young girl in the Catholic Church with a nun. And all I just said is, you know what, we need to go in there and rip out those words that were spoken. And no sooner did I say all that, that she went, oh, something just happened to me. And I went, what? Left she, my body. <laughs> yes, something left my body. I went, oh, my God, I didn't even pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Every word that you speak, every word that you speak 
It needs to be the word. It needs to be the word because it's the word, not your word, but the word of God that will not return that void. It's God who gets the glory. It's God who who died and we're born again has given us the power. I remember now the Lord's thing in that time. I remember it's the other day when we were praying and it was so so powerful the other morning. And all of a sudden, God was saying, (laughs) bridal chambers, bridal chambers, bridal chambers. And he was taking me, taking me, taking me. And I kept on saying, Kathy, I'm going in the spirit. But God's saying right now, don't worry about a husband. Don't worry about the groom in the natural. He is the natural. There's so many women out there like Kathy and myself that have been prophesied over that the man's coming, but God has given us an awesome word of wisdom just out of nowhere, and he said, I am the bridegroom, and I'm coming for my bride. And just like that, I saw, if you will, it was a vision and it looked like, let me try to explain it, it looked like a glacier. It looked like if you were standing in this big, huge glacier. But, like, it went from a glacier with these um, columns coming down, not a column, but it was like a glacier, and then all of a sudden it became a waterfall. And it was just like a huge waterfall like Niagara, and it was just coming down with such power. It was just awesome. And right then the Holy Spirit said, that's your bridal gown. And I went, what? He said, that's your bridal gown. And I looked and I saw the the uh, waterfall just gushing and that water just so pure and powerful. And then I saw the three... Um, Rainbows, there were three rainbows around it, and then I saw all these doves flying. And the Lord said, you are my bride, and this is what I want you to clothe yourself with. The waterfall is symbolic of the dynamos power, dynamos power that comes like a, a huge dam, and they release that power. God said, I'm clothing my bride with my dynamos power. And I'm covering you with my covenant. And my Holy Spirit is flowing in and through and around you. And you're getting ready to walk into the fullness of the power, if you will. I'll take it a step to the manifested sons of God. We're Mm. literally getting ready to walk into the mind of Christ. The glory of God is his mind. And we're literally clothing ourselves with his mind, with his power, with his covenant, by the Holy Spirit, to walk in the fullness. And he said, that river is getting ready to flow out of you. He said, I am love, and I abide in you, and my, my blood, my river, my anointing is getting ready to literally flow out of your mouth. And you will speak life, and you will overcome death, hell, and the grave. Just believe it. It's my word. You receive it by faith. But he said it's not the measure of faith. It's my faith growing in you as a mustard seed that comes up out of you and expands as you apply this. Just like you can have all the knowledge, but it's no good until it's applied then it becomes wisdom. 
and that wisdom and that revelation and that knowledge and that spirit of power and might and counsel, the seven spirits of God in Isaiah 11, they're getting ready to pour out of the mouth of the bride of the Father to go forth and let his love flow out of us because love covers the multitude of sin. Just like you said, he's purging and cleansing and getting rid of all of us so we can have all of him. He's making it really simple. Your, Your purpose is to serve, and your vision is Jesus, and your goal is to walk in it. Amen. So every day, Amen. like a long time ago when Benny Hinn wrote his book on Good Morning, Holy Spirit, just get up every day knowing it's a brand new day, God is with you, bind the enemy, lose the Holy Spirit, call on the name of the Lord, and just be led. He says he'll order your steps. He says he'll give you the desires of your heart. He said that he'll protect us to run into him and be safe. No matter matter what the economy looks like, no matter what the news looks like, no matter what's going on with the president, just speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. It will not return void. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It will do what it's been called to do. Greater is he. I just want to encourage. There's people out there that really, really need to be encouraged today. They need to understand Greater is he within you than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue, one, two, three, every, every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you have the authority and the power to condemn it. The enemy's under your feet. There is no enemy unless you allow him to come in. And that's what I believe in that God's getting ready to do is to raise up the ministry in the end-time harvest to teach and train the body of Christ how to bind, how to loose, how to pull down and destroy, how to annihilate, shatter, totally pluck out. We have not been taught who we are in Christ and how much power there is in the blood. And that's why God said every day apply the blood and every day pray for wisdom and revelation and every day rejoice because the joy of the Lord is your strength. He's your Papa. He's the Abba Father. He's Emmanuel. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Yeshua. He is the soon coming King. And as we walk with him, evenly yoked, side by side, and just go into the kingdom, Esther, for a time such as this, as we just walk like Paul did by faith. God is doing a quick work. I truly believe he's coming soon, and I believe he's teaching us how to love. So when we're out there as Christians, and we see this one doing this and this one doing that and that and that, and we're trying to discern all these spirits, God said not to judge Lest you be judged. He said, discern the spirit thereof. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but you wrestle against principalities, powers, rulers, and spiritual wickedness in high places. You come against strongholds, vain imaginations, and everything that exalts itself. Like you said earlier, he went in one way, 
but he came out another way. Amen. And that's what we are. We're new creations. We're the children of God. Yes. John 17, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Not trying to be sacrilegious, but Christ in me as a new creation. Christ in me, the hope of glory. He's the way maker. He's the healer. He's our Father. He's our deliverer. He prepares the way. It's, it's such a joyful time as we understand who we are in the Lord. And, you know, I think maybe not even nine not even 9%, I don't think, from what I understand, percent of the body has really learned who they are in Christ, how to bind, how to loose, how to pull down strongholds, what even discern means. And okay. these are some of the things I really believe, Apostle Ariel, that God is calling you, as you have your blog talk show, to lay foundations, to really exhort, edify, and encourage as you pray for people and as the Lord continues this, this work within you to have a teaching, and God will show you, teach on the word discernment. I mean, there's Thank a whole you. teaching on just that word. Binding and loosening, what's that? That's a whole teaching. There's yeah. so many pastors that really have not, because the church says the pastor does this and that, but there's such a teaching that the apostolic fivefold ministry God's releasing to come forth and equip the saints so they can go in to do warfare and do what they need to do. Because one will put two, I mean, one will put a thousand, two will put ten thousand, three will put a hundred thousand, four will put a million. He says the army's coming forth in rank and in order. Five, five, they go forth in five. That's what rank is. One, two, three, four, five. Rank and in order is five in line together. Five is the number for grace. His grace is sufficient. I mean, yeah. there's just so much when you get under the anointing, and the anointing's all over us now. I can, yes, and it is. I can. anybody out there that needs prayer, if there's yes. anybody out there yes. that wants us to pray for them, if yes. there's anybody out there that needs some deliverance, if there's anybody out there that wants a prophetic word and God will just lead us and you're open to let the Spirit flow, I mean, we are here for you today. It's not about me. It's not about Ariel. It's about God in us. And we're here today to serve because the Holy Spirit is Thank here you. right now. Yes, and yes. And I want to just encourage I want to encourage the guests to call in this number, 805-292-0338, and push 1. Again, the number is 805 292 and I'm just and as we're just going to be praying in the spirit Diane I'm going to put this on and then we'll uh, let me just pray for my mother for the anointing mother had to go to the hospital last night and she was there all night and it's just been a real battle but praise God she's here she's now with me she's staying with me right now and she's going to stay here as long as the Lord leads so Father we come before you right now for Ruby. And I bind the power of the enemy that would bring this sickness upon her body. I curse any nausea. I curse any vomiting. I curse anything to do with the bowels, anything to do with indigestion. Devil, what you intended for evil, I decree and declare right now, my God is working it for good. I speak healing to her bowels, healing to her physical body, healing Healing, healing by your stripes, Lord. She is healed. 
And I thank you, God, for restoring her energy, for this weakness and fatigue has come upon her, for any fear has come upon her. I bind the power of the enemy right now, and I say, devil, you take your hands off of my mother. She is a born-again Christian. She is God's child, and you have no authority. You get off her house, you get off her car, you get out of her building, you get off of this land, you get out of my house. We don't care what the doctor's report is. We say she is not contagious. We're not worrying about what the enemy would say. My God's anointing breaks the yoke, and greater is he within us than he that's in the world. And I lose that anointing even now to fall on her, for her to hear God's small, still voice, to fill her with his Holy Spirit, to heal her from any oppression or depression or any weariness. And, Lord, I just praise you and thank you for this prayer warrior that prays every day and reaches out and ministers to others. And even last week when I was going through something, gave me a word. And, Lord, I praise you and thank you. My mom's 85 years old, and she's like that energizer bunny. She's still going. And I praise you and I thank you. I thank you for her. I thank you for the word of God that's in her. And, devil, you have no authority to steal her joy and her strength. And I break your back, I put you under my feet, and I curse your curse, and I tell you to go back to the pit where you came from. And I loose legions of warfare ministering angels to restore her and back, bring back her youth, Lord God. Bring back her youth like a gazelle, Lord. And I praise you and I thank you and I seal this word yes. with the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. And I praise you, Father. Thank oh, you. Oh, I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, God. Thank you for my mama. Hallelujah. 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 He is jealous for me. Love like a hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath The weight of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I'm unaware of these afflictions Eclipsed by glory Then I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us oh. oh, how he loves us. Is an ocean. We're all 
praise you, Father. We thank you. We thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you with our sister. We thank you for the healing you're doing, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We praise you. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. We praise you. Oh, hallelujah. I love that song. <laughs> I got that just uh, for you. <laughs> oh, amen. I love, love, love that song. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just praise you and I just thank you, Lord God. And God, I'm just sensing in my spirit that there's there's some discouragement. There's some disappointment. There's some hopelessness, God, in in our saints and the body of Christ. And I just pray with my sister Ariel, and I lift up the body right now, and I bind these discouraging spirits. I bind these lying, seducing, deceiving spirits. I bind these spirits of hopelessness. And, Father, I thank you, God, that we need to get back and be balanced that we need to be Christ-centered, that without us realizing it, God, over the years we've been taught so many times, get your purpose, get your vision, get your plan, get your goal. And, God, we've gotten out of line because we've been running looking for our vision and our plan and our purpose instead of coming to you, Lord, and hearing you say, this is your purpose to serve. This is your vision. It's Christ and him crucified. This is your goal. Walk in it. We have to take the word, saints, and put it in our mouth and eat it. And at first, in Revelations, it says it might taste bitter. Now, how many of you go, we can go into mine, Kathy's favorite saying, you think? (laughs) How many of you have been quickened by the Holy Spirit? And God took that word as a sword from Papa God and stuck it into our flesh and our soul and got rid of some things and said, hmm, maybe there is something to this God thing. Hmm, maybe it is sharper than a two-edged sword. And maybe it does need to separate down to the bone and the marrow. Because we start doing things and we don't realize we're doing it in the flesh. We don't realize we're doing it in the soul. And that's why we need to get into the spirit and praise him and lay before him and just worship him. Because what does the word say? God inhabits the praises of his people. Yes, we just love He inhabits the praises of his people. Oh, how I wish I could dance. Oh, how I wish I could uh, (laughs) sing. Oh, my God. And I know a lot of my friends sometimes wish I could sing. (laughs) But God says to make a joyful noise. Yes. God says he is the discerner of our hearts. And God says sounds like music to my ears. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. He inhabits the praises of his people. You've got to call upon the name of the Lord to 
fight the good fight of faith. As I was saying earlier, he's given us the measure of faith. But he also says you've got to fight the good fight of faith. If you've got to fight for your faith, then what does that mean? It sounds clear to me. It means somebody can come and try to take your faith. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Doubt and unbelief. Oh, ye of little faith. He gave us the measure. And as we walk in it, it becomes like a seed. And it's that mustard tree inside. And it comes up, that mustard seed. It comes up, comes up, comes up. Have you seen how big a mustard seed can be? A mustard tree can be? But it's that seed. It's got to grow. It's got to grow. It's got to grow. And then what does he say? Prune it. Mm. How many have really mm. got into Romans <laughs> and walked down that Romans road? Yes. How many have really looked at First Corinthians 13? Oh, we, today. I love you. Oh, I love you too, sister. Oh, I love you, brother. I just pray, 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 pray for you. Okay, and then they walk away. And how many are guilty of it? He's so prideful. He's so conceited. He thinks he knows it all. You know, that man, he's just so selfish. I've never seen him give a dime. God didn't call you to judge that man. Mm -hmm. You don't sit there and tell him you love him and then turn around and stab him in the back. Those are spirits on him. You don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You bind and loose and pull down and pray and intercede and bless. And as you give, not take, not destroy, as you give, it will be given back to you. You press down, shaken together, and overflowing. Kathy, God told us this week when we prayed, yes. my cup runneth over. over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will, you will, Ariel will, listeners will, will abide in the house of the Lord forever, 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 forever. Woo. His mercies are new every morning. His grace is sufficient. we got to tear down those strongholds. we got to do it. Those yeah. vain imaginations <laughs> and everything that exalts itself above the mind of Christ. A stronghold is something that you've done over and over and over and over. It's a learned behavior. Yes. It's not your personality. It's a learned behavior that you've got to break, shatter, pull up by the root, pluck and destroy. There is be, a mind-binding spirit that has can be, to come down. It can be there in your emotions. spirit yes. that has to come down. There's confusion and division over the body that needs to come down. Yes. God yes. wants to create in you a pure heart his heart and renew a right spirit not my will but your will not my thoughts but your thoughts not my ways but your ways i come against the darkness i come against the heaviness i come against the lying and seducing and deceiving spirits and i shatter them i take my sword and i cut them into little bitty pieces i'm like zoro <laughs> 
I am pulling it down, that curtain that we're trying to divide between good and evil. I expose all this deception. And I praise you and I thank you as we turn around and hear people dying, committing suicide, pastors killing, overdose. I don't know how that enemy got into that man. I don't know how that enemy got into that woman. That's not for me to know. I just know I've got authority to pray and bind and loose and what the devil intended for evil to believe that God will work it for good and that whatever's going on out there, that God will use it to his glory to draw more and more and more to him. I agree with Ariel right now that the field is white and ready for harvest. Yes, thank you. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Come and and cleanse your bride. Yes. And clothe her in her her new dunamis gown full of power and might with wisdom and knowledge and understanding and discernment and the spirit of the Lord and the fear of God. Don't fear the devil. Fear God. That means to reverence, to honor, to obey him. I fear God more than I do the devil. My mother gave me a word that I learned years ago when I was in a Methodist church and God was bringing me in and bringing me in, and I knew that this is supposed to be a spirit-filled Methodist church. But when I got there and I started raising my hands and wanted to run around the church, all of a sudden I knew that they weren't as spirit-filled as I thought they were. (laughs) But God used me mightily in that church and taught me that I had to go somewhere because I understood the scripture that the rocks would cry out if we don't praise him. And, honey, I know I saw some of those little rocks running around that church. You know, they're just little bitty things. But I knew that they were rocks crying out, and I knew I needed to get out of Dodge and get into where I needed to be because that season was over. And that's also part of what I was telling you about earlier about being in the church. There are times and seasons because the church wasn't being the fivefold, wasn't equipped, and wasn't teaching the whole balance. God put me in one church and taught me the word. He put me in another church and taught me the whole uh, teaching on faith. He took me to another church and taught me all about deliverance. And as God took me by the leading of the Holy Spirit, he spoke by the Spirit through men that were born again, called and anointed and appointed of God to train me and equip me and teach me. I'm unique. I'm not like everybody else, but we all need to be mentored. We all need to be taught. We all need to be led by the Spirit. And God said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. We have to understand. Hear me, saints. If God be for you, who can be against you? No one, no one, love, love your brother, love your sister, discern, bind and loose, pull down the story and pray, but love, don't judge, judge not lest you be judged, love, when you say you love them, then remember what love is, love is patience. Yeah, let's look at that, let's look at that right now. Love is long-suffering. Love denies self. Love prefers others. 
Yes. Is the word because the word is the Lord and the Lord is the word. Diane, uh, when you said how many of you were in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I said I was because the Lord brought that to my remembrance. And in the walk, he's having me walk, and he's he's really honing that. And you're just, oh, this is just so God. But let me just read this from, the, new, um, from the King James Version. It says. Okay, I had it in the Amplified. Oh, you have it Amplified? You already have it already? Yeah, I okay. got it right here. Okay, go ahead and okay. read that part. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries, and possess all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Here it is. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious does not display itself haughtily. It's not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmanageredly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It's not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered suffered wrong, does not rejoice, oh, hallelujah, at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures Everything without weakening. Love never fails. Never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and passed away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentarily incomplete and imperfect, and our prophecies, our teaching, is fragmentary, incomplete, and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become acquainted, void, I'm sorry, antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I've become a man, I'm done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now we're looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality as in a riddle. But then when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part, imperfectly, But then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, 
even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, love abide. Faith, conviction, and belief respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. Love, true affection for God and man. Growing out of God's love for and in us. These three, but the greatest, the greatest, the greatest of these is love. Oh, Father, thank you for your word. Well, you know what, Diane, when you when I was just looking and I said, faith, hope, and love, is that not what the Holy Spirit is honing in on today? When you talk about the faith and then how the hopelessness that a lot of have been experiencing and now love and the how love. And the love. What was yeah. that movie with um, Jerry Maguire um, where the guy said, Cooper said, show me the money. Oh, I yeah, said, we were saying show me the love. <laughs> show me the love. That's I it. Mean, that's what God says. You'll know them by their love. Yes. You'll know them. Yeah. So when we start getting these fear, these questions, these doubts, listen to that small, still voice. Be led by the Holy Spirit. And when we try to make our plans or put our puzzles together, you know, God's got a great big puzzle, and he gives us the parts. He doesn't need us out there giving him the parts and telling him what we're going to do for him because he's God and he knows so much better what we have need of. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You know, sometimes, I, and this just came up, I was thinking, you know, sometimes it's like the more you know, the less the less you know, and then how you really have to get out of your own way. Like I was telling you earlier this week, I said the enemy was in a me. There was things in a me that God had to get out. And as walking by this, I was thinking about how, you know, before we knew the Lord, we were just doing our own thing, but still God was wooing us and we kind of have to get not go back to the world but go back to just being and god will direct amen you know how we sit there and and we see things and we're praying and we're talking to the lord and how that love that cup runneth over how his word just comes <laughs> as we're we're just talking and abiding in him and his word abides in me when i abide in him his words abides in me yeah. and it's like i'm saying get out of my way get out of my way get out of my way <laughs> And the Holy Spirit is saying, what are you talking about? And I say, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. I'm talking to my flesh. I'm talking to my soul. Get out of my way. Got to my flesh. Got to get rid of me. Got to check my mind, my will, and my emotions. I mean, when I realized that I had let the enemy come into my mind and, and, and bring fear and sit there and then feel it in, in my in, in my my will giving in to giving in to that fear and then my emotions like what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I can hear Joyce Myers, what about me? What about me? What about me? <laughs> you know, so when my mom comes and she says, There's a there's a word and I heard it and I want you to know it, go find your Bible and look up Proverbs three, five and six. I said, Mama, <laughs> trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust not on your own understanding, not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he'll make your path straight. I mean, Mama gives me the word, 
And I sat there, and it's a word that I learned in that Methodist church when I was teaching those kids that didn't have the Holy Ghost how to hear from God. I mean, it's been with me that long, way back in the 80s. And it went in, and it never came out. And bam, like that. Diane, I wanted to ask you, is it okay? And we don't have to talk about specific, but remember that time when, when we were, you were, you know, because we, thank God we don't go through things at the same time because we both would not be able to encourage one another. <laughs> well, do you remember that time when there was a lot of things God, going he's on? Got a, if God, Kathy and I tell everybody, God's got a spirit of funny. Yes. And sometimes he really puts it in me. You know and when I look my mouth, the spirit of funny. Oh, God, tell them what I did. I don't oh, care. I, all I know is, okay, listen, this is what it was. I called her because this week she had to call me and, and calm me down. And so we, we're just at liberty because, you know, it says, bear ye one another burdens and we fulfill the law of Christ. And also iron sharpens iron. So I'm listening to Diane, and, and, and she's just venting, which we do because, you know, God, we can do that. We're human beings. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. So, <laughs> so I said, uh-huh. Diane, Diane. Diane, Diane, Diane. I said, what's the Lord saying? And what did you tell me? You said, Diane, we need to pray. We need to pray. And and you said, come on, Diane, we need to pray. You said, Diane, you need to repent. And I said, I ain't ready to repent. I said, I got to get it all out first. I ain't ready to repent yet. And you said, but Diane, we need to pray. And I said, you said, you need to hear a word from God. And and I said, well, what is God saying to you, Diane? What is he saying? And you said, he. <laughs> I said, God. <laughs> See, we're real. We're real. That's all there is to it. God. <laughs> I remember Randy and David laughing hard, too, and getting tickled. But what did God say? I said, Diane, Diane, what is God speaking to you? And I said, God ain't. And I said, you said, what's the word of the Lord? I said, I ain't got a word of the Lord. God ain't speaking to me yet because he knows I ain't repented yet. And it was this one, and that, and that time I think I, he, oh, yeah. I think another thing he said, I ain't speaking to her right now because she ain't listening to me. <laughs> I said, that's what you said, what's God, God saying? And I said, he ain't saying nothing because he knows I ain't listening. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> oh, said, you were laughing so hard, and I said, God said he ain't saying nothing to me right now because he knows I ain't listening, and he ain't going to waste his time. And I thought you would lose it. Oh, I mean, that, was so, that was so insightful because it's true. He's like, he probably said, I want to talk, but ain't nobody let me talk. <laughs> it's like when we prayed and couldn't get through, there was a darkness of the soul until yeah. we understood that our soul man had gotten into fear and let all these different things that were coming against yeah. us take us, then God had to show us it's your soul. You're of the world today. You're not walking in it. You you should be walking in it, but you're of it because you have allowed your mind to receive that fear and it's attacked your will, and now you're nothing but emotions. You're not walking by faith. Are you going to trust me? Now, what I, have to tell the, what I have to tell the listeners. me with the word. What I have to Mama tell the listeners, Diane, Diane, real quick, is what she's talking about is sometimes Diane will will be led by the Lord to get together and pray, and each time 
you know, Diane's a seer, and she gets in the spirit, and God takes her. And I mean, she's been out in in the spirit. But this was the first time ever in our, I think, four-year relationship where we were both going through things, oh and God. nothing nothing happened. For two hours, we prayed. So I mean, that's we, why prayed, we, we the prayed the word, prayed the word, prayed the word, prayed the word, and we got nothing but black. I didn't see nothing. I, I spoke the word by faith, but I wasn't hearing anything. I didn't since the anointing, and I know we don't want by feelings, we want by faith, but I mean, we finally said, okay, God, and we, we hung up, cause we, but then when we prayed the next morning, when Kathy called back, old diehard here, Energizer Bunny too, she <laughs> called back, we got to pray, we got to press him again, because I mean, I could tell all night long that she'd been wrestling with the Lord, because she wasn't understanding why Diane didn't see or hear nothing, and when we pressed in, I mean, God talked again for two hours. And, I mean, he talked and he talked and he talked. He gave us such clear vision. He gave us such direction. He told us so many things to do. I mean, he just opened wide open. But he allowed us to see where we, even though we've walked with the Lord all these years, when something comes against us, whether it be a relationship or whether it be something that you're seeking from the Lord to do with healing, whatever it is, when you're seeking God, God is there, and God will answer you. But when you, and it's somewhere in Proverbs when it talks about the sluggard, and when the sluggard went by the wall and looked, and the weeds had all grown up, and the garden was totally tangled and messed and cut with weeds because the sluggard had let the wall down. So when you have your garden But you sit there and you open up the door with fear, you open up the door with doubt and unbelief, or you work like with me, it was rejection. Yeah, same here. And you let the the enemy come in. I realized, oh, my God, it's in my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions. I have believed this lie from the devil in my mind. It's affected my will, and now my emotions are walking full of fear. And then, like I said, and God used my good granny mama to come in and say, hey, do you remember this? Have you ever heard this? I think you need to hear this. And I'm like, yeah, it's a word I taught back in Sunday school back in the 80s. It's one that I quote all the time. And mama says, what does it say? And I said, she said, find the Bible. I don't have one. I mean, the Holy Ghost had me. Get and run all over the house trying to find where I'd put my Bible. I'd put them there. I got them everywhere. Finding a Bible so I can pick it up and read, and I'm going to see what this great revelation is my mother's got. And, man, when that word, she, she just says Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Look it up. I don't have to look it up. I got it memorized. And you talk about God giving me a whipping. Oh, oh my yeah. God. He knows how to humble us. Trust the Lord, saints. Thank you, With Lord. all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. I don't care how good-looking he is, girls. I don't care how godly you think he is. I don't care how much money he does or doesn't have or what's been prophesied over him. Trust the Lord with your heart. Guard your heart with diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. If it's not life, it's death. If it's not God, we don't want it. And we don't have to help God out. You know, we say, help me, Jesus. That's us <laughs> talking to Jesus. Jesus ain't asking us for, his, for our help. 
He says, you just do what I tell you to do, and you'll get the helper, the healer, the deliverer, the provider. But that was funny. God, that was that funny. Was, that What's was. That was. saying, Diane? That's <laughs> saying nothing right now because I ain't listening. <laughs> well, let's look at Proverbs 3. Um, Proverbs 3. I'm going to read it from the King James. My son, forget not my law, but the, let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall add to thee. Let Ooh, not... Read that again. Read that again. <laughs> Ooh, everybody, my, listen. My listen son, forget not my law. I know, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. So thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of man and God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy sustenance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with noon wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. Even as a father, the son, in whom he delighted. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Because length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are pleasing pleasing pleasantness and all her paths are peace she is the tree of life to them that lay hold of her and happy is everyone that retaineth her the lord by wisdom hath founded the earth by understanding hath he established the heavens by his knowledge the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew my son let not them depart from thine eyes keep sound wisdom and discretion Woo. And it just goes on, but Woo. I think that's so Thank you. Oh, thanks, guys. I see this little boy told my my friend one time, it was this little two-year-old nephew, and he was being naughty. And finally my friend looked at him and said, you need to stop doing that. And he looked at my friend. He looked to the left. He looked to the right. He didn't see his mom or daddy or anybody. He looked back at his uncle and said, you ain't the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't going to tell me what to do. Well, that's what God says. I am the boss of you, and I chase yeah. you because I love you. And you know that old thing, sometimes it hurts so good. They say it hurts so bad. It hurts so good. I yeah. tell you, I would rather, what is that? There's a, there's a, a, a verse, I can't think of it. But, I mean, I, oh, I, know. I, I love God to chasing me. I love God to thank me because it gets me back where I need to be and gets me out of the stupid soul and flesh and gets me back to walking in the spirit, walking into the kingdom, believing for favor from the king, taking my rod, taking my scepter, put on my robe, get my little ring, 
and say, okay, party time. That's right. And get away from spirit of stupid. But, you know, when you were talking about the little boys. And, you know, a lot of times is we, we, we quote, say we're obeying, but really what we're doing is like the little boy, like you said, in the corner who said, I may be sitting down, but I'm standing up. So it means like. Right. It right. can look like we're being obedient, but it, we're not, and God knows the heart. Now, what does he say? The mama tells him to sit down, and he says and he in the outside. He, he said, I might be down. sitting down in the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Do we not go there sometimes? That mama and I had that the little boy said, huh? Maybe not. Yeah. We say sometimes when we're doing something, people have been telling Mother now that we're high maintenance. Well, we're not high maintenance. We're just southern girls. And when we go out to to eat and we're going to leave a tip, we expect good service. And if you're a waitress or a waiter and you're waiting on us, we expect you to wait on us. Not overboard, but just if I need some more lemons or if I need a sugar or if I need a fork, I don't want you to bring it to me by the time my steak's cold. So anyhow, sometimes people kid us because they say we're high maintenance. So this lady walked by one day, and I'd ask her three times. She walked by, and I said, could I? And then she just walks on by, and I said, she comes back by, I said, excuse me, but I would. And then she walks on by again. And then the third time, she she comes by, and I'm like, miss. And then Mama looks at me, and she says, I don't think. And Mama said, you think she wants to help you? We said, maybe not. <laughs> and now whenever we go out and we try to get a waitress, we'll go, maybe not. <laughs> maybe we don't need that pork. Maybe we don't need that another, you know, slice of lemon. But, oh, God. But, <laughs> it does you know, I got one I want to tell on you. Okay. It talks when your your uh, name God's given you is Ariel, and that's uh-huh. the mouth of God or the Lion of Judah, right? Lion well, of God. Yeah. Lion of God. There was this little boy. And he had gone to church, and when he came home, his daddy said, you're getting a spanking when you get home. And he said, why? He said, because you lied to me. He said, but, Daddy, I didn't lie. I didn't lie. He said, yes, you did. You lied to me. You lied, and I am going to make you go in your room when you get home, and you don't come downstairs. You do not come downstairs until you hear from God, and you come back and tell me what the Lord said. So he says, okay, and he's praying in his room. Well, he told his daddy he had seen a lion, and his daddy accused him of lying. <laughs> so he says, okay, and he prays and prays to God. And he knew what had happened. So what had happened was the people down the street had a collie, and it was summertime, and they had shaved the collie until it just had a big mane, and it looked like a lion, and the little boy said he had seen a lion. So when he came back downstairs... And he said, well, you weren't up there very long. He said, it didn't take long. He said, you heard from God? He said, yes, sir. And he said, and what did God say? He said, God said it looked like a lion to him. Thank you. I, you're you're in charge.
forward to this show and it's going in different directions. <laughs> All right, callers, if you do or if you're listening and just want to comment or say something, the number is 805-292-0338. I'm speaking to Diane Adams, a prophet of God from Burnsville, North Carolina. So how's it? How's it in Burnsville, Diane? I'd say it's probably about 75 and the sun's shining and the wind's blowing and the trees are blooming and the rose of Sharon's blooming and the dahlias are blooming and the blooms are blooming. (laughs) (laughs) Blooming everywhere. (laughs) It's a beautiful day. I've got this spirit of silly on me now. Oh, we have fun. We have fun in the Lord, you know. it's. Oh, it's just it's just awesome. So you're just getting a sneak peek of how we normally talk. We we talk for hours, if you can't tell that we do. So, but um, I want to ask you, Diane. You okay. know, one of the things is I myself have gotten a lot of prophetic words. One of the things I've learned in my walk is whenever I really wanted a prophetic word for the Lord, He wouldn't give me one until I did what I was supposed to do with the one that He really wanted me to do. And then when it's like I didn't want a whole lot of prophetic words, then it was like a lot of prophetic words. Now, some of the prophetic words have come to pass. Some are still for at a point in time and season, which the prophetic word is, because you see in part, you, you prophesy in part. But some of the prophecies I've had that have come to pass, they may not have been, a, a, someone else may have given me that prophecy, but someone else who gave me this uh, on the same line of that prophecy, but it wasn't exactly, not exactly, it was like totally a uh, hundred and eighty degree. How do you judge prophecy? How do you, or do you judge prophecy? Or do you or what? Because people say, well, I don't want to hear from anybody who's a prophet because I may get a false prophecy. How, how do you address that? Just you know, share what's on what the Lord has shown you about that because you know um, it, it's really hard. Do so, you know how many questions you just asked me? <laughs> I know. Lord, I'm <laughs> Lord, I want her to replay that word and hear how many things she asked me to answer. I'll read like this. You got well, another you know, hour? Is, 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 Hallelujah. Well, the okay. thing is, I'm asking it because it's coming up and I'm thinking about my own self when I've learned and I've and since I've walked with you and walked with other people in the office of prophet, I understand more. Something I should know. It goes back to the bottom line that you're led by the Spirit, that you learn. It's it's acquired. It's over, it says line upon line, precept upon precept. It's it's You learn how to hear from God. Uh, Peter Lord has a book out that he taught his wife, and it's called uh, Hearing God's Voice. And it's such an excellent book. It's an old, old one. And um, uh, Andrew Murray, go get his books and read his books on prayer. It's so much when you just you're so full of God like we are right now and you just open your mouth and the word of God just flows out and it goes right back to that word we just had don't lean on your own understanding as I told you earlier when you're prophesying listen some of it might be your flesh some of it might be your soul some of it might be coming right out of you But then as you learn and learn and learn to hear his voice, as you get his word in you, and it's bitter, but it comes back as honey, it speaks. It says that the word exhorts, edifies, and encourages. But yet also God chastens those he loves. 
And sometimes your flesh might be screaming, I want this and I want it now. But the word of the Lord could be, no, that's not what I want for you. I have something better. You might want to go to the right. And God says, whoa, hold it. You need to go to the left. It witnesses to your spirit, just like love. You'll know them by their love. You'll know them by their fruit. When you get the word, you've got a pretty good idea in you. God reveals it to you. Then he'll confirm his word out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. It doesn't have to be a prophet. It doesn't have to be an apostle. It doesn't have to be anybody in the fivefold. God says he can use a donkey. It's your spirit bearing witness to the other person's spirit, and where two come together and touch and agree, he's there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so, so what? I mean, you you could take prophetic, the prophetic and prophecy. Bishop Hammond has many, many excellent books, many excellent books. But bottom line, I can't teach anybody how to prophesy. I cannot make anybody a prophet. And I can't teach them how to prophesy. It's the Holy Spirit leading you when you open your mouth and you just listen. It tells you in the gifts that that there's the gift of prophecy, but then there's the office of the prophet. But do you have to be a prophet to prophesy? No. God can use the donkey. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people will prophesy out of their soul and not out of their spirit, and it'll be a false word. Does that make them a false prophet? No, it just means they're not perfect, and they're young, and they're immature, and they're learning how to discern the word. That's why they warn you to be very careful when you start, you know, uh, prophesying husbands or wives or where somebody needs to move or things like that. But if you're in the spirit and the spirit comes on you, you just got to be led by the Spirit. I mean, Paul's there in his room, and all of a sudden he hears a voice, a man named Ananias is coming and going to talk to you. All right, now Paul didn't know who Ananias was. He goes, you know, what you talking about? But God had already told Ananias, there's a man named Paul, and you know you need to go to Straight Street and talk to him. Now, that's all supernatural, but every bit of it's biblical in the Word. Uh, look at Jonah. God said, you're going to Nineveh. He said, I ain't going to Nineveh. He said, okay. So he puts him in the mouth of a whale that stays in there for three days. And when God spits him up, guess what? Paul's in Nineveh. (laughs) Prophet school. A whale of a school. We don't want to go to Nineveh. And I use that a lot as the Lord has me minister when I'm ministering to people. I mean, just like that, if I'm, say I'm praying over a person. And God tells me where they're stubborn and they're hard-headed and they're unteachable. Okay, I see where this person is prideful, and I see where they're not going to hear what I'm saying. So when I prophesy over them, God will give me a word, and I'll say, you're going to Nineveh. Now, see, they don't know that the Spirit's saying, you're hard-headed and stubborn person. I'm going to have to <laughs> here to bring you back here. But see, you, God gives you wisdom, so I can take the word of God, and instead of saying, you stupid, hard-headed, prideful man, you're wrong, I just say, sir, I just really sense in my spirit that the Holy Spirit's telling me you're going to Nineveh. And on the third day when you come back, you're going to see what God was saying to you. Sometimes you, God chastens those he loves. 
but it is so, so cool. I wish I could think of some of the different ways I've prophesied over people, and they had no idea. Another thing when you pray over people in the prophetic that the Lord has taught me, when you hear something that you know the Lord wants you to say, but you've got to hear how God wants you to say it, and when you pray for somebody and you love on them, I mean, you love on them, and you really sincere God's love. By the time you get through saying the things that God tells you to say, they're so open, you can tell them they got 15 demons, and they'll go, yes, yes, yeah, and each one of them just come out right then, and they don't even know that they're being delivered. They don't even understand what you're saying because it's a spirit. It's not a person. And you're not judging the person or condemning the person. You're casting that spirit out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember one. There was this man in Chesapeake, and I was asked to pray for him. And I I was a baby Christian. I think maybe I had been saved maybe three weeks. But I had read the books and been taught and everything, had to, you know, cast them out and tell them to name theirself and come out, right? So I am so bold and I am so anointed and I've been witnessing all day long, going all over witnessing. So this man sat there and I was told, would you please pray for him? So I go and I pray and all of a sudden his face starts to contort and his face gets twisted and that in the name of Jesus, you name yourself and come out of this man. And he looks at me and he goes, Belzebub. And I didn't know any better. And I just turned around and said, Belzebub, in the name of Jesus, you come out of this man. You go back to hell where you came from and you quit tormenting him in Jesus' name. And then I get, you know, and everybody's kind of looking at me and we're all praying. And the man got filled with the Holy Ghost and started Amen. And he got, he cried and cried and says, I never, never, never thought I was good enough to have anything like that. I never, never thought I could do that. And, oh, he was so broken. It was so beautiful, and I was so happy. And then I go home that night, and the anointing lifts off me. I lit candles at the foot of my bed. I had seven different Bible translations all laying on the foot of my bed. I had the lights on, and godly, powerful. Woman of God, demon hunter chaser, with fear and trembling, shook all night long with fear if by faith she received that she had been used of God. <laughs> 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 but you do it. Yeah, they do it with fear and trembling. You do it. But God, it was so beautiful what God did. I 
And I just well, uh, a glimpse of Please. her in the beginning. Bloopers. What, what do you call them? Bloopers? Bloopers? Bloopers. <laughs> spiritual bloopers. Bloopers. wants us to be open. Honey, oh, Mama they, said they're going to take us off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much raw it could get to today. Somebody needed to hit somebody out there. I'm not somewhere. myself. Well, tell Mama <laughs> that, that, that this is all say somebody, somebody out there. Tell Mama that um, <laughs> Holy Spirit has the show. <laughs> Rastus? Isn't that Rastus? That black yeah, show a long time ago, somebody out there said somebody needed to hear that I, And I tell you what, I needed to have laughter because, yeah, so this was, I have yeah, nothing to do. Lord, the Lord's our strength, and we got a spirit of funny going here. I mean, we got it going on, people. <laughs> I need to call in and hear what God has to say. Ain't no oh. telling what word you're going to get today. Thank you, Lord. And you know what? It's, it's like everything God is, and it's Him. And it's like, okay, Lord, you know. He, it, but it, we got a word last week that people would be hearing the archives of this, and God was going to still use the Spirit to penetrate oh, darkness. Yeah. So there, it, it, we had to have it like this. So whatever He's doing, He's doing, and we just thank you, Lord. Oh gosh. Okay. So what is saying? Joy to see. Go ahead, Diane. Something like medicine. What's the word? It, yeah, What's I was thinking it's like uh, laughter is laughter's good. Laughter is like medicine. medicine. So we're giving Mary somebody Hart, some really good Mary medicine Hart. today. Yes. And I needed a merry heart, so thank you, Jesus. Yes. Merry heart feels <laughs> just like a medicine. Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you. All right. Oh, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. Father, I just thank you. Father, you have your way with this show. So much we can just talk about it. And this Holy Spirit, we're just just having fun, just having fun. We're climbing up on your lap, Daddy, and we're there. And yes, we, Father. Thank you, Lord. You thank you. With and, Father, we just thank you. Father, we thank you for the work you're doing now. Father, we just lift up every listener. We lift up um, our children to you, our grandchildren. We lift up our families. Father, we lift up our nation. And, Father, we just thank you that you said to come before you. You said the scepter is always extended to you. And, Father, we just come before you and just say, Daddy, speak. Speak to us. We're, you're our Papa. We love you. And we just thank you for your son. And we thank you for our Kingsman Redeemer. We thank you for our beloved. I am my beloved, and he is mine. Oh, my goodness, Lord, so much when you're in the Negev, speaking about Negev, you showed me in Baratayim that you were Song of Songs, Song of Solomon to me, and I just thank you. And Holy Spirit, you are a friend. You are the one who is teaching us because we're being taught and led by you. So we just come before you right now and just lay at your feet and just ask, what do you have, Papa, for us? What do you have for us? And we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We yes. praise you. Hallelujah. 
We come against the spirit of depression right now. We break the assignment of the enemy off of someone who's having depression, depressive spirits that are attacking and making you feel like you that there's no hope that just go ahead and that which also brings his buddy suicide. So we break that suicidal spirit right now and that spirit of depression off the individual right now as they hear this. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Father, we just praise you and thank you for the word of God today, Lord God. And we seal every spirit, Lord yeah. God sent joy, Father God, every spirit that sent laughter, Father God, every spirit that stirred up the Holy Spirit and exhorted, edified, and encouraged your people today, God. We send hope for the hopeless. We send help and healing and deliverance for the sick and the lame and the maimed. We ask you, God, to open up spiritual eyes and open up spiritual ears, and God, to help our brothers and sisters on the air understand those that are listening to God today, Lord God, those that have called in, Lord God, and all the ones that are just listening, God, that aren't seeking prayer but just want to hear what you have to say today, Lord. We thank you that when this is heard, Father God, as this is being heard, Lord God, we thank you that the anointing would be on it, Father. The anointing, God, the bondage-breaking anointing, Father God, we loose that spirit of bondage on the people of God right now, and we say, be loose. We seek freedom. We seek Freedom to come up to Zion with marching. We come unto Zion with marching. We're marching by ranking and order, and we're coming forth, and we're doing that which God has called us to do, not by our power, not by our might, but by your spirit, God. You're leading them. You're leading us in rank and in order, and we're coming into the kingdom for a time such as this, and we're clothed in our holy garments, and we're riding our white horses, and yes. we're going through, and we're entering in, and we're holding on, as the mothers used to say, hold on to the horns of the altar. Yes, Lord. Hold on. He's coming. He's coming. Yes, Father. He's coming soon. He's coming soon for his bride. <coughs> Excuse me. He's coming soon for his people. Rise up, O people of God, and shake off the grave clothes. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Blow the alarm on his holy mountain. Blow the trumpet, Kathy. Blow the trumpet. Yes, 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 yes. Blow it, Kathy. Blow it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Daddy. Oh, we love you, God. We love you. We love you, God. Thank you for restoring us today, God. Lord, you're showing me you did a lot of restoration today. You did a lot of healing. You spread your joy today, God. You spread it. You spread it. Your banner over us is love. Your banner over us is love, and we receive the love of the Father. We receive the love of the Father. And we exalt you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kathy, for having Thank me. You. I really appreciate it. Oh, it it was it's Boy. been an honor and it's been a privilege. 
And I know that the Lord has put us together for such a time as this. And I know, listeners, there will be times when we're going to be getting back with Diane because God has ordained this. And I do receive that word you gave me. And there's a lot of words you gave me that you don't even know that you probably do, but you were just saving it. But there was a lot of things that you said today, Diane, that I definitely, and I was writing down And as far as the teaching, and I was like, okay, I know exactly who I need to call because <clears throat> I'm going through some things right now where is that that um, where is even more in depth. So I just thank God for you. I thank you for what um, you have been to the body of Christ and what you're continuing to be. And I know that God is going to send you out as a howitzer into the nations, into the <laughs> nations. <laughs> Into the nations, and if you, and just for this season, oh, you're up on the You're up and, on the seal, but for just the season, because when he's sending you, you're going to go forth in dunamis power of God. And, and I thank you. Much and I praise you. power. Amen. The thank Lord you. is good, and his mercies endureth forever. All right. Well, thank you, Man, everyone. Thank you so much. And if you want to give me an e- email shout-out about today's program, just um, contact me at hollywoodlion at gmail.com and let us know some other things you'd like to hear. But for now, I just thank you and be blessed in Jesus' Love name. Love you, Love Diane. You. Take care. Love to you. all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Long way. That's why we love you. Come on.